Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Men's Secrets Exposed podcast. I am your host, corporate comedy magician Dwayne Hill and executive producer Dwayne Hill. I am accompanied this lovely recording this time this week with our amazing female co-host, Miss Vanessa Zamora. Miss Vanessa, say what's up. Hey, what's up, everyone? And we're coming back uh, with some, hopefully, some some answers. Going to get some answers to their questions. Anything's been really going on, popping off with you since our last recording there, Miss Vanessa? Oh, so many things. <laughs> okay. I, I'm in the dating scene, and, and most recently, I've, I've felt a little bummed out yeah. dating here in L.A., and I'm just taking a step back right now. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um uh, they say that de- dating in LA is one of the worst places to date on the planet. <laughs> so that's what I, I mean. That, I mean that's what all the talk and the perception is of people out here on the East Coast is like. They say dating in LA is absolutely terrible. Um, oh. I mean, how bad is it? I mean, I'm, I I wasn't a big believer of it until until the most recent encounters where you know I, I've. I date. I, I'm I'm pretty successful, and I date successful people. Yeah. Um, but but I feel like a lot of people, including myself, at time were opportunists. Well, what do you have to offer, and how much money do you make, and Damn. what kind of car do you drive? What? what kind of, yeah. It's like it's that. Pretty ugly. It's pretty ugly. Yes. Well, what's that got to do with y'all getting along? <laughs> and you know what? I can't explain it. It must be the type of energy that, that again, this, this culture has where it's like, you have to have a certain level of status and, and money in the account. And yes, we can get along. Absolutely. We can be friends and we can talk, but as far as me partnering up with you, I've I've actually had men ask me, how much money do you make? Damn. I've had men say, where do you live? What kind of car? Oh, you drive that car? Or what you know? It, what? It, yes, Dwayne. <laughs> you tell me these cats in LA are asking women that. Oh, absolutely. What? Absolutely. And you know they're successful men, so I've I've kind of like in my mind have justified it. Well, you know he does make four hundred grand, or he is a millionaire. Like I mean, I guess he should rightfully ask is he getting with somebody? You know. Yeah. And it's it, I don't know. I've justified it, but it, and as we're talking about it, I'm thinking like. That's kind of lame. <laughs> well, okay, all right. So, okay, all right. So, fair, fair, fairness now. Scales of justice, okay? Scales of justice, right? Okay. <laughs> I always got, I always got to be careful how how I ask what I ask because I don't. I'm always scared of backlash. Um, so, men asking that it's one thing. So explain to me why is it acceptable that women ask that for men? Why is it acceptable for women to ask it of men? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's 
it's any acceptable if you're attracted to somebody and you have a connection and you're feeling like then it's a genuine connection and, and that shit is irrelevant it should be i would think so i mean if you're cool why can't people just be cool right i mean that's my question so like i see that i mean this happens to me and it always let me tell you when it happens it happens when i get off stage Right, so I'm on stage and I'm performing. I'm doing my thing, okay. And it's all it, it, it's it's a, it's a weird. I've asked, you know, um, tr- full transparency. I have no problem talking about it. Um, at one point in my life, you know, I saw I saw a therapist, right? And I was sitting on the couch with therapist, and I was asking the therapist, I was like, "What is this?" And I still ask that, and I, I don't know. The answers don't satisfy me because I don't understand. Like I'm in a room. And, you know, say females are in the room and they, and they, you know, and I'm like, when I'm saying I'm in performer mode, right? And I'm going to go on stage, I'm going to do my thing, okay? So, like, you know, they'll kind of look at me a certain way, like, you know, who is he, whatever, okay? And they'll be polite, they'll acknowledge me as a human being, okay? But when I get off stage after I've rocked a crowd, mm-hmm. there's, you know, say in a group of, I don't know, if there's a hundred people and there's, you know, 40, 50 women in there or something, right? There's three or four that will, that will, like, I can s- literally see a difference in how they treat me when mm. I'm done performing. When I was mm. getting, before I walked on stage, it was like, you know, they acknowledged me. Hello, how are you? Cool. But when I get off stage, it's like, they're really smiling. They're really in my face. They're overly friendly. And here's the thing that here's what's really funny. I would almost just rather a woman just ask me, what kind of living do you have? Because, <laughs> because here's what they do. And they, they really think that they're slick, but it's not original. Okay. So they come up and they talk and we're having a conversation. They say, uh, they go, Oh, I was like, wow, that was great. And I go, yeah. And they say, um, they subtly ask. Some of them are subtle. Some of them are not subtle at all. They'll go, um, so what else do you do? And, <laughs> and when I hear that, I'm like, oh, here we go. They're qualifying me. This is a good, mm. They're trying to qualify me. And uh, and I all, now I'm to the point where I just snicker, right? And I go, uh, I don't do anything else. They go, oh. Oh, yeah. And then some of them are so dumbfounded, they actually ask. They go, you don't do anything else? I said, no, I don't do anything else. This is all that I do. And then I know, then I know, and it's funny how they try to frame the questions. Just ask me, right? Because they frame and they go, oh, okay, cool. It's like, oh, I'm sure that's hard on your family. Qualif- <laughs> qualifier. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I mean, you know. Uh, An assumption. Yeah, I mean, you know, but that's their way of trying to figure out if I have kids. Mm. You see? See how that is? That's um, hard, hard on your family. And then there's always the glance that they glance at my hand to see if I have a ring on, right? There's a quick glance at the at that, and I and I know where these questions are building to. So at this point, I just have fun with it. So I'll just say, you know, tell us how you know I don't have any kids. I go, oh, no kid, really? Wow, okay, well, it gives you freedom then, doesn't it? And I say, yeah, it does. And I say, oh, then then they do this move. They say, you have a business card, and I give them a business card, and they go, oh, um, so. So you, this is all you do. They ask that a third time, and I go, yes. And they say, oh, how, well, how many shows a week do you do? And I'll look, and I'll say, I'll say, if it's a good week, I'm doing, you know, three or four shows a week. They go, okay. And then there's a pause, right? So they try to delay this question, and I don't know why they do this. And I'm, and Vanessa, I'm telling you, this happens 
every week. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like clockwork. So this this is when the question comes. They try to play it off and they go, hey, if I was having like an event and I wanted you to come, so <laughs> what would I be looking at like to hire you? Oh, wow. Yeah. So at that point, that's when I can just completely have fun with it. Because I know at this point they're really calculating the math. And this is what I always do. I look at them and I say, I'm between four to $6,000 per event. And then I just walk off. And I just let them sit there and let them do, well, damn, if he's working three, four days a week and he's getting, he's getting, wow, wow, wow he's making, wow, he, man, just ask me what I make. I mean, I'm not making it quite that yet, but it's just fun because I know there's this kind of fishing expedition and just ask me. You know, but it's not original. It's not slick. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Just ask me. Why well, go through all that? I don't understand it. doesn't make any sense to me at all, whatsoever. So, so I don't know. They think this is original, but it's really not. I mean, it happens every single week. Well, that's exactly what I did to you the first time I met you. Did you? Did, you. Did, did you really? You. Were you? So, you know these, so you, did you, I can't remember. Did you do that? No, I didn't. You, I didn't. But I do have to say that you were an amazing performer. You definitely captivated me. Well, and you had me drawn in. Like, wait, what does that mean? How did that trick go over my head? And 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 you know, I I get too deep and analytical. Like, oh, that's what okay. is that? Where's the deeper meaning of that trick? <laughs> just, and I think that was the question that I asked you. Was, yeah. <laughs> and I'll be look, sometimes when I get that, I look at people and say it's just a magic trick. It's just. <laughs> Um, it's just entertainment. It was there and it's gone and it came back. That's that's it, you know. I don't know. I th- sometimes I think women try to make it more. Maybe maybe that's just a common female thing. I don't know. They Are make you it. Saying we overthink things. I think there's a lot of times where things get more complicated than they need to be. It's not. It's, it's you know, as the saying goes, as some black folks say, it's it's really not that deep. <laughs> oh no. It was really not that deep. It's, you know, it was there, it was gone, it came back. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to get into this question here. This question comes, um, says, when a guy, this, as a matter of fact, this was, I think this is the, similar to the last question on the first season. When a guy ghosts you, does that mean he's just not into you? Um, if he doesn't respond fast? Is he just busy, or does that not, or does that mean he doesn't view you as a priority? Yeah, good question. Well, what do you think? What what I always let the co-hosts go first. What do okay. you th- What do you think of that? What are you What there's are your thoughts? There's a lot of things that says I feel that we live in LA. Everybody's busy. Everybody's busy everywhere. Um, I. F- Initially, I felt when that would happen to me, I felt belittled. I felt non-important, non-existent. He doesn't like me. I'm not a priority. And I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, I'm a businesswoman. Their business, most of the men that I talk to are, are business um, entrepreneurs. And they're busy men. So why would they be standing around ready to text back and forth in this whole texting game? So I'm, I'm kind of conflicted with that one still. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I'd love to hear from a male's perspective what that means. Um, well, it could mean several things. 
And one of the first things that it could mean is that he's seeing other women. Okay. So he's not able to text back because another woman is present and he can't really pull that off. Hmm. So that's, uh, that's kind of one of the first kind of, that's one of the first thoughts that I I have, um, is that he's, you know, just, he's entertaining or occupying another female. Hmm. Okay. Um, as far as the ghosting thing, listen, if a guy's, if any time a man excuses himself, something was off. Right, so men are real, really. I mean, when we when we say on this show that men are really simple, it really is. It's it's laughable to men that women don't understand how simple men really are. Okay, <laughs> because if he digs you and he likes you and you're cool, he's going to want to be around you. Mm. Bottom line, right? If he goes away, something was off. And women think men aren't listening. Men are always listening. And we're always watching. Especially if a guy's like in a dating scene and he's really considering like a life partner. Now, if a guy hits you up front and is like, hey, look, you know, I'm just having fun. I'm just kind of casually dating. You know, I'm not you know, really looking for anything serious. Then he might listen. He may not listen. Okay. But if a guy's out there and he's in the scene and he's like really trying to look for someone he can really be called his woman, his he's always listening. And he's he's even listening when you don't think he is. And you can say something offhand that could be like a major red flag to the point that where he's just like, okay, I need to get away from this person. You know. Now now here's what happens. Like there are several questions that come in and I know women have asked like, you know, what shouldn't a woman do to scare a man off? Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm of the mindset now. And I think a lot of men particularly like at that stage where they are about their, they are about their business. They're about their paper. They're about trying to find a life partner. I think a lot of men are really at a point. We would almost rather you do that because now we're not wasting time or getting our hopes up that you could be this person, and then it turns out you're not. Right. So if, and let me just say this to the female listeners out there. I mean, if he happens to ghost you, consider that maybe a blessing. I agree. You know, because he, you know, I'm just telling you, if no man, okay, if your company is cool, you're not on his nerves, you're not given that vibe of he's an ATM and the sex is good. He's not ghosting you. I need you to elaborate on that. <laughs> oh, you mean he's not going to leave? He's yeah, he, yeah he, he, he's not ghosting. So yeah. something there in the, in the basic caveman brain, something didn't connect. You know what I mean? Something, something, something was a little bit, eh, a little bit off, a little bit, a little bit, eh, you know, and, and sadly, and I know now, I know this happens a lot with women. This happens more with women than it does with men that where if a woman is entertaining two or three offers or she's dating two or three guys or she, as they say now, talking to two or three guys, right? And she ghosts one of those guys. 
it's because whatever was in front of her was the best offer. And she goes with the best offer. Right. Is that true or false? Oh, that's 100%. Okay. All right. So it's different when that happens on the other side. Because it doesn't happen with men too much, but it, it can happen. Where if he's talking to, say, you and he's talking to, you know, I don't know, Tracy. <laughs> okay. And things with you was cool. But... <laughs> I'm about to violate bro code again. Um, <laughs> guys, don't get mad at me for about what I'm about to say, but I just got we got to keep it 100 on the show. So if he's with you and things are cool, but he hangs with Tracy and Tracy goes a little bit harder, okay? She goes a little bit harder than the average bear. Well, you know, he might have to – he's going to probably – conveniently have to, he's going to be unavailable. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just the bottom line. I mean, I mean, I hate, I mean, I'm kind of violating bro code a little bit, but that's really, is really what it is. But it, it, the thing is, the thing with men is that, I mean, unless he is, at least this is what, this is what our perception is of, of, as men, right? Unless he's super in shape or unless he's absolutely bringing a lot to a table. Okay. And he knows he brings a lot to the table. A lot of men aren't in that situation. Mm. Okay. But if he knows he is, then it doesn't matter if it's L.A., Cleveland, New York, Miami, Dallas. If he knows, hey, I'm in decent shape. Uh, Hey, I bring some decent – I bring stuff to the table. I know what I can offer. I know what kind of man I am. Yeah, he's probably entertaining two or three women. And yeah, he will. He will probably go with the best offer that's in front of him, which is why he might go go. So things might been cool with you know, with chick number one, but with chick number two, they fit a little bit better, and that's why he goes ghost. Now, is it possible for him to go ghost without entertaining other women? Yes. Is it? And I believe that. I believe that I personally have turned off men where they're like, uh, yeah, we're probably gonna stop talking now. Yeah. Right? And I fully see like, oh wow. I maybe came across too needy or too too demanding, and there's the fine line, Dwayne, that I want to know. Like, wh- you know, as women, we want to set our standards and we want to say, "Well, this is the shit I will and will not put up with." How soon should that be expressed or verbalized? Me and Andrew, How- me and Andrew asked this question, um, and this is coming up in a later. Actually, it's actually one of his later podcasts. That's okay. actually we're not. We didn't actually, so, wow, sorry, listeners, you are probably going to get the answer from two men. I think that podcast isn't scheduled until, like, March. But to answer the question now, and I only answered it with Drew because I wanted women to hear two men talking and that we kind of have the same vein on thinking, okay? Um, To answer your question, I would honestly tell you, second date. Second date is when yeah. you can express mm-hmm. yep. what you can and cannot. And at that Absolutely. point, you could probably turn somebody off, right? And, that, off and, and you know what? A lot of men will welcome that. Most men will tell you the first date. Me and Drew said in, the, in, the, in that taping, when we taped that episode, when we taped that show, we said the first date. Me and him mutually agreed on that. I mean, I'm, I would be first date. I would almost want to know before we put an appetizer order. 
Yeah, straight up. Straight up. You know what? That's that's not a bad idea. Straight up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, I mean, you know, here's the thing. Let me just tell this to the ladies as far as the red flag goes, right? If a dude says, ooh, dude, that's like too soon, dude. Number one, you need to check his age. Okay? You need to check his age. Check his age because he's probably like 22, 23, 24. Or he says he's 32, but he's acting like he's 21, 22, 23. So, one, you need to check his age, right? And two, he wasn't as serious anyway. He was acting like he was just to kind of put you in rotation. Okay? Because let me tell you something. If a man is seriously out there, and yeah, he he's hanging out, but he's hanging out with the intent that he wants to kind of find somebody he can really hang out with, he can really be transparent with, he can build a life with, he can be with somebody, you know, I mean, he can feel like she's going to be loyal, okay? He wants to know, he wants to know those deal breakers pretty fast. Believe right. it or not. And believe it or not, I mean, like, a lot of men, they would they would want to tell you they're deal breakers on the first date. But, again, that, that's that door of, you know, it's that, it's that, that swinging door hitting, hitting both people. It's like, well, you don't want to want to come out that fast because that might scare her off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, would, I would drop that shit first date. Here, look, I got three I got three non-negotiables. This, this, and this. Straight up, no games. How you feel wow. about that? Yeah. And just, I mean, because the thing is, I mean, you know, nobody wants to go on a first date and feel like a job interview. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody wants to feel like, oh, you have to qualify. You have to, I mean, you know, there's a level of selling that's happening on both sides of the table. But wouldn't it be cool if you could just say, listen, straight up, I ain't trying to waste your time. We seem like we're cool. I'm just going to be honest. Be 100. These are like three non-negotiables for me. Like absolute, not playing, not deal breaker, period, no games. How do you feel about that? And believe it or not, if a woman said that up front and you have the th- you have the skin to be cool and not be <laughs> – here's the key now, ladies – you have the skin to be cool and not be argumentative, then he can say his. <laughs> but the question is, can the women let that door swing both ways? That's a great question. I think uh, it depends case by case, right? It depends. Uh, come on. <laughs> I ain't going to let you get away with that. I, no, 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 no. We Wait cool. We cool. We ain't going to let you get away with that. Wait, so are you saying that women don't have the skin to handle whatever whatever the non-negotiables are for men? Mm, I think there's a lot of women that don't. Like, I see this thing that, you know, like, it's funny, like, when a woman, like, I'm seeing this thing on Instagram, women will post, like, these memes or stuff, and they will post these comments basically calling other women out on their BS. Oh. Okay? And then women in the comments think it's funny. And they say, I feel attacked because they, they're basically admitting they're guilty of, <laughs> of these double standards that some pe- women are putting in place, right? So this is one of those things. It's like, can a man say what his three non-negotiables are and a woman really not feel like she's being attacked? Hmm. hmm. That's what I get. I get a hmm. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to 
process this information. Dwayne. Yeah, yeah, because you know, you know that if if you came at a man and was like, "Listen, straight up, no games. I'm not playing about this. I'm not playing about this. I'm not playing about that." You know what okay. a man would do? A man would sit back and go, "Okay, cool. I respect that. All right, here's my non-negotiables." And he said his three. How many women would be like, "Well, who the hell does he think?" Well, it would have to. It, it, it would depend what yeah. kind of non-negotiables are going to come out of his mouth. Well, see, you see, no, no, and no, no, it can't be like that now. <laughs> it can't be like that now. No, 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 no. I mean, is he wanting to have uh, extra relationships on the side? You I don't mean, know. Is that a non-negotiable? You don't know. It might be. And it could be, but the point is, is that if he's up front. And as Gary V talks about self-aware, he can tell you what those three non-negotiables are. You know, can women listen to those and be cool and not feel like they're being attacked? Oh, I mean, on the first or second date, yeah. you'd have to be a really psychotic woman to, to not be open no, to hear that. what this person there's has to say. Lot, then I will tell you right now, on behalf of men out there, there's a lot of psychotic women. <laughs> There's a lot of psychotic women because for some reason, even if he said it as nice as possible, I think a lot of women would go a little bit on the defensive. Uh, absolutely, I feel like women would feel a- attacked. No, maybe not necessarily attacked, but maybe guarded. Okay, like well, I better not. If this person feels like he wants to have open relationships. And if he puts his mother first, or it just depends, right? Whatever his non-negotiables are, yeah. Maybe she's going to take a step back and say, "Well, th- that doesn't—that's not in alignment with me." Okay. So let me just be a little guarded with this one because I'm not sure if I'm okay with his non-negotiables. Okay, so stop right there. Pause. Break. E-break. <laughs> if that's the case, right? Then why wouldn't a woman just say, "I'm not cool with this and this"? And see, this is where the confusion happens. Because um, he's saying it because he wants to know. Okay. Right? Now, you're telling me your thought process is, oh, I'm going to be guarded against this. Right? Yeah. So you're kind of not showing all your true colors. And then you're six, seven dates in. And then your true color comes through. Yep. And then, oh boy, ghost you. And then there's the question of why do guys ghost a woman? Yes. Fair. Fair. So you see Fair. how that. So you see how that works. Yeah, and and that's for women of of my type. There's there's the women. I have a good friend of mine who is like, oh hell no. She'll look at him and make that face like, what you're a mama's boy. Right. And. She- She'll literally call him out and say, well, yeah, I don't know about that. I can't deal. I can't work well with mama's boys. Uh-huh. And I have friends like that. And then I have friends like myself that'll just kind of sit back, observe like, okay, he's a mama's boy. He puts his mama first above any other woman. He just expressed that. Mm, let's just kind of, let's just kind of keep going with the flow and see where this goes. Uh-huh. And it, it's, I guess there, there's different types of women. That have different types of personalities and 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 and, and how they would deal with that. Well, I'm telling and you how they would deal with it. How a man is, and a man's point of view is this. Okay, is that man's point of view is this? His antenna is up on those non-negotiables. 
always. Okay. So whatever you're saying, whatever you're doing, your facial expression, your body language, your energy, if you get stiff, if you get rigid, you get distant, you kind of slant away, you get quiet. If you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card Productions venture. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar. Sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar. Additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or PickACardPro.com.